I'm here to announce the Ellie and Bex podcast. Hey, podcasters, another week. We're back. Yeah. Good to have you with us. Someone's surprised. Someone. <laughs> I get surprised every week. Oh, I've just gone into our podcast yeah. where, where I upload the podcast. Yes. And our um, new promo photo is being used on the podcast now as well. It's not a bad photo, I've got to be honest, because I've reached the point where physically and looks-wise I peaked a couple of years <laughs> ago. So it's kind of like this downward spiral. No. You're hitting a purple patch, which Dudes is great. get hotter with age, don't they? Apparently. Well, funny you say that, if you did Purple Patch, because yeah. I was at the circus last night and I was looking up photos from the last time I was at a circus, which yes. was 2019. Yes. And my goodness, I was a porker. Back in the day. In 2019. You never were. No, I'll find you this photo kidding. for you. My face yeah. is the, the size of that, a full moon. But that one time... Uh, at uh, Noble Monks in Shepparton, that little bar where we got on it, and yeah. I dropped you on the dance floor yeah. by accident. It w- was because you were too heavy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this would have been around the same time. Honestly, I was so shocked by it. And Mate, also the outfit I was wearing. Yeah, we're, what, exactly the same? No. It was awful. Hey, plenty of stuff in this one. Fans of SAS rejoice um, and fans of League as well. Darius Boyd joins the show. Pretty exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. Dazza. I figure out how to say his name properly. It was harder than I had anticipated. Most popular part of the show, talking about toilet cubicles. It's quite interesting. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I got the answer I was looking for. I was looking for more of a definitive answer on which yeah. toilet cubicle to, to use. Turns out everyone's got a different idea. And, of course, you'll find out very shortly why I will be wearing a dress all day tomorrow. I found the photo. Look how round my face is. Oh, that's, yeah. Right. And also, what am I wearing? I'm presenting on stage. What is that, I don't know. I'm wearing, like, a stripy blazer, a green shirt, and, like, small little slip-on sneakers. Blue and green should never be seen. Yes, and black jeans with rips in them. Oh, it's awful. Anyway. Well, I love the way you say it like you're some sort of shining light of fashion nowadays. <laughs> I used to be, you know, like people who have quit drugs. I've been clean for six years. Oh, I need someone to dress me. It's hard being a girl. Man, at my age, that'll happen soon. I'll need someone <laughs> yeah, to dress me regardless. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Ding. What was that? That was my, um, my humble pie. Your humble pie. Just being finished in the microwave and I'm ready to consume it. Yes, I love it when this happens because it's 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 rare. <laughs> oh, it's not rare. I'm a very <laughs> honest person. You know that. Yeah, but you never get things wrong, bro. So you never have to carcass. admit defeat, you know? For the last six months, there's been something incredibly irritating that happens every month or so here. And I should say this is the best radio network. In fact, the best workplace I've ever worked at. Mm-hmm. I think you'd go close. You've had some good ones in your time, but this is a pretty good joint. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's one thing that's been annoying, and that is Simon, our uh, sales manager, <gasps> an otherwise good bloke, who has, takes it upon himself to try and rail everyone into a, uh, a gold lotto syndicate or I a powerful syndicate. I think it brings us all together. It does. We have chats in the hallways. He spams you with 700 freaking emails. Yeah, it's good, just And then a runs around collecting money, which is technically his job, but it's not his job to collect money off employees, right? <laughs> And the whole time I've been saying to you what has been my ethos in and around not just having a punt but also more moreover sort of uh, gold lotto sort of situations, Powerball situations, since the day I was born, which is... Don't gamble. Which is I would rather work hard. Oh, and earn my money myself. I don't want to win for the Look cash. at you. You are busted but broke. 
and your last ten is going on the maybe the fact that you get it. Yeah, but it's it's about the camaraderie of it all. Yep. You know, it's like imagine, and also it's more more than anything, it's about the FOMO. It's, FOMO. it's of because what's you don't want everyone else wins. to win, exactly, and you don't. And before that was okay because the most you're going to win was like a million, two million dollars, which is like. Yeah, well, it started at 60, then it jackpotted to 80. Not a big deal to me. No. Um, <laughs> well, actually, it's a very big deal to me. So if I could have 80 mil, that would be No, a I'm not saying I'm loaded or anything, but I'm just saying oh, it's not. If you, <laughs> if, you got, if you got one and a half tomorrow, you wouldn't leave work. Oh, I wouldn't leave work even if I got the 80, bro. I love what I do. <laughs> you, yeah. would, you would be so difficult. You had a half hour break three minutes into your shift today. Yeah. So I still got paid for it. Here is, here is my humble pie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to eat it now because I reached a point that today when I saw the fact that it's gone to 120 mil, mm. I've paid Simon for an entry. Oh, in you just this once. Just this once. Dog. You got swindled by the money. You got tempted by the 120 mil. Yeah, only because. How much do you get? What have we got to Well, last week we would have gotten 3.5 each. And it was. When it was 80, so I can't do the maths on so that. You but let's add, say you five. add another half. Yeah. So you add, say, another 1.7, so that's 5.2. Okay, I can't do those maths, but okay. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so we get five each. The thought of you getting $5 million yeah. when I didn't have $5 million was so <laughs> excruciating. Was too much. I was just, take my money, mate. Take you it. You and me just on our yacht. But what's the rich Margarita's on me. You go, I've been on this yacht five minutes. I need a break. Okay. Kelly and Bex. 91.9 BFM. Are you sitting down? I am, thank you. Good, because you may lose control of your legs. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Not, not something I'd anticipated not, happening today. You know, a couple of uh, men and women that are in that predicament, and it's not ideal to say the least, but mm. there's something I know about you, and you kind of pride yourself on it, is this cast iron gut that you've got oh, yeah. that has you coming in eating stuff that's often three, four days old on a Thursday. Oh, there's something my housemate made on 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 Sunday last week, and we've reheated it seven times. And yeah, that's it's still good. Nothing wrong with it, apparently. Well, yeah. I want to take you, Ellie, at this juncture to England. You may have heard of the place. I have. Uh, and an article in the Sun that is talks about a uh, student who has had to have both arms and legs amputated. What? After eating their housemates' leftovers from the fridge, it was chicken and noodles, both of which you often partake in, both of which you often partake in after multiple days. Reheated, purchased the evening before. What? Let me show you this, if I can get my computer screen around. This is the poor bloke's uh, skin an hour and a half after ingesting. Describe what's happening on there. It's like someone's tie-dyed his stomach yeah, just with purple. some, like, yeah, maroon kind of splotches. Yeah, issues with circulation, uh, bacterial uh, meningitis of, of sorts. <gasps> Pretty uh, full-on stuff. Uh, kidney failure, blood clots within 24 hours of eating the food. All this, again, of some chicken noodles yeah. less than 24 hours old. No, but we all know that best before dates and used by dates is just a myth. Um, this is Not just this No, no, no. This is just karma. This was his housemate has set him up for this because obviously there was something going on in the house where it's like, mate, stop eating more food. That's on my shelf. Really? And so he's like poisoned it or something. To, to teach him a lesson. Yeah, yeah. And then he's gone and stolen his mates, his housemates' leftovers mm. and now he's got no arms and legs. That is karma. No, I'd say it's a case of bacteria more than karma. No, definitely not. Uh, so look at this bloke. Look at his Food leg. I'll show you. He's, he's forced to have a part of his ten fingers amputated as well as both legs below the knees. Have a look at that. Oh, 
my goodness. Again. That is like something out of The Walking Dead. I had uh, tried to uh, contact a couple of people around food safety just to probably reach <laughs> out to you, have a little bit of an intervention. No. That's a day-old chicken and noodle situation. Well, then, you can't, that, this is fear-mongering. Fear-mongering. It's science. <laughs> It's How fit. would you go? All right, here's what I want you to do. Yeah. Okay. Arms and legs are gone. Yeah. Okay. I would like you to, without the use of your arms and legs. Yeah. Okay. We've got to go to some ads now. Now we've got to go to a song. Even. We've got to go to a song. So, mm-hmm. so the song can't go up too high. Mm-hmm. It's got to, it's got to come up nicely. Mm-hmm. And you've got to fire off the next event. So I want you to panel, if we like, with your nose, if you don't mind. Well, hard to reach. Hey! Oh, she's got it. Okay, hold on, now I've got to bring it up. Talk? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That's so, right. ready? This is Matchbox 20. The song's called Push at CFM. Ooh. Now, turn, up, turn oh, off the mics. Right, okay, okay. Too late, too late. Still on. Like Still on. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Now, I'm very excited about this as a Brisbane young kid who grew up following the Bronx. And, of course, a Queenslander to have someone who's represented Queensland 28 times, in fact. And I'm not even going to say his name because at this stage, Mr. Oh, Boy... Don't do this. I decided before you answered the phone to really wind Ellie up. And I was like, he gets really upset if you call him the wrong thing out of Darius and... What was the other one I gave you? Darius. Darius. And then the lady on the phone who connected us went, you got Darius? She kind of she kind of sped past it because she didn't want to stuff it. How would you pronounce your first name, sir? Oh, I honestly don't mind. It's stirring you up there. Um, I'd say Darius. But yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to oh, go yeah. with. Oh, yeah. Right. Darius Boyd, welcome what? to the show. Legend status. SAS Australia. It kicks off tonight and you are going to be one of the recruits, do we call them? Yes. Or is yeah, tell- I think so. It's um, definitely something that was a, yeah, was a challenge. Yeah. Darius or Darius? D-Dog, Dazza, I, I like to call you. What's harder, NRL pre-season or SAS Australia? Oh, tough one. No, definitely SAS, um, purely just because, you know, out of your comfort zone, you know, I've done, I did 15 pre-seasons, so I've played rugby league since I was six years old, so you know, like the back of your hand, but, you know, doing some of the tasks we did on the show and, you know, not being fed and sleep deprivation, all the other things that come with the anticipation and anxiety of what, not knowing what's next, it was, um, yeah, definitely a challenge that I really... Yeah, struggle with the times. How many times, Darius, in the, your stint on SAS Australia, did they put a bag over your head? No, it wasn't as many as you think. Oh, probably, really? oh, I think maybe three times. Oh, yeah, a couple of interrogations. And, Do you find you really things, have but, no idea where they're taking you? When, when you've got a bag on your head, are all your other senses heightened? Like, what's the... Because no one's ever why, done it to me. Why, can I just ask, why, before he answers, why the obsession with bags I on head? I just always thought, like, <laughs> you know, on? if I had one on, then I could maybe tell where I was going, but... You know, okay. maybe I'd turn into over, over to you, Darius. <laughs> yeah, most of the time they had someone guiding you, but you can feel your heart racing. It's usually pretty quiet. You you feel the, the footpath in front of you or what you're going through and doors opening, closing. Um, but you don't know what's coming, and I think that's the most you know, anxious and the anticipation of what bit, next is what gets you. A bit like appearing on this show, really, isn't it, Boydie? Um, let's you be never honest. know what you're going to get. So um, true. I, uh, I'm going to uh, round this out because I feel like Ellie's gotten a little closer to you. You are Queensland royalty. Um, yeah, we're bros, me and Daz. Um, you know, uh, so many origin memories to think of. But I was wondering if we could play a quick game, oh God. Ellie. Three questions of know your Darius. 
Okay. Are, um... are, are you ready? Three <laughs> random questions about this NRL legend we have, star of oh SAS Australia. I'm... No, it's not all about footy. I'm a West Australian, Darius. Um, so <laughs> I, I've grown up watching AFL. I'm sorry in advance, okay? None of these questions are about oh, that. Okay. That's a good thing. Okay, all right. Hit me. Okay. True or false? A Broncos fan once named his child after Darius Boyd. True. I think that was true. I remember reading that as a kid in the newspaper. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I went and um, I met the little boy actually a couple of times. So, was... Um, yeah, it was a pretty humbling experience. But um, yeah, great family they were. Did they go the full dad, like full name you? Like the first, the kid's <laughs> no, first no, name no, was the, Darius. The, the dad was like, now, Boydy, before we talked, I just want to know, is it Darius? Yeah. <laughs> or Darius? I'm not sure. Uh, Boydy, of course, married to the love of his life. Mm-hmm. Is her name Kayla, Susan? Or Shayla. I'm going to stop you right there. I did some pre-show prep and I know that it's Kayla. There you go. Yeah. This is where I hope that you guys, well have, you guys haven't split up in the last 24 hours. Great. Good, 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 good. Still going strong. And finally, uh, Darius Boyd, uh, of course, played at a number of uh, clubs. A lot of those moves were linked strongly to a very strong relationship he Boyd had. With very. I was... I was going to say with KFC, but uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, hey, Darius, on that well, note, are you going to are you going to follow Wayno to, to to the Finns? Yeah, you're going to become a a dolphin. No, I've been asked that a little bit actually, but um, yeah, look, I'll be watching them on with interest. But um, I'm very lucky to still be a part of the Broncos, and you know they're my team since I was six years old, and uh, if they'll have me, I'll, I think I'll stay on board with them. As a, as a NRL legend... Oh, God, this is question number the, yeah, five yeah, of sorry. Know Your Darius. Sorry, I just need to know before sorry, you go. Know Your Darius has been hijacked. I have no, <laughs> I cannot help where this is going. Darius, because I've decided that I'm going to be jumping on the fins next year when they start, am I allowed to call them the fins or do I have to call them the dolphins? Is it a cool thing to do to shorten it to the fins? I don't fins? think he cares. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's a good question. There's a lot of conjecture, I guess, around the name at the moment. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, dolphins, fins, I think they know what you mean. So it's yes. all right in my eyes. Does not care. That. Genuinely doesn't care. Darius Boyd, thank you so much for your time. And uh, look, I'm just pleased that you and your wife are still together because that could have been super awful. <laughs> Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Guys. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Ellie and Bex. A new week, a new bus to be thrown under. Dare or dare? Yeah, it's our commitment to you that each and every week, regardless of what it is, one of us will complete a dare, aka get thrown under the bus by the other one. Yeah, uh, so far you've had to give yourself an at-home facial using only things I've told told you to you put on your face. You had the world's most pathetic ice bath that went up to your shin. <laughs> until our, And then our boss went, get her out, get her out, she's the darling child, get her out. I don't know if it was those words exactly, but fair enough. Um, yeah. And then I signed you up for the Kokoda Challenge. The next week you signed me up for the Kokoda Challenge. <laughs> so it's Easy. been a bit of a journey. I've got no idea what I'm in for today. It's uh, your roll of the dice. Yes, it is. And you and I have got quite a busy week this week, a few things on. We do. Ne- Neil Desperandum tomorrow, 222 at Sunshine and Suns, Australia's... Uh, organic mol- molasses derived rum. Yeah, funny you mention that actually because oh God. this week's dare may have something to do with the launch of Neil Desperado. I've got to drink heaps tomorrow. of it. Yeah. No. Six cocktails. No, 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 I get no. to play with Ampersand, the dog down no, there. No, I mean, I imagine you'll be doing all of that anyway. Yeah. But given it's like a fancy event, right? It's the big launch day. I'm, They've been waiting years and years and years for I know, this. I know what's going to happen here. I think that maybe <sighs> we should get you kitted out yeah. in some fancy attire. Now, that's 
might be a throwing under the bus thing for someone who owns $10 Birkenstock knockoffs. Hey, excuse me, I'm wearing uh, legit Birks these days. I uh, have five or six nice suits, got some Hugo Boss in there, Prada shoes. What do you need? That is not suits that we're going to be doing. Tomorrow, you and I, or just me, are going to go to an op shop and purchase you a very nice, very glamorous ball gown. And you're going to wear that to the launch of Neil Desperandum at Sunshine and Sun. What happens? What happens if my car breaks down on the way? What are, there's so many what happens. Wait, got, then you are going to be the most well-dressed. You know how many people are, are going to be the there for that launch that, that don't know our radio station and go, oh, well, there's that Arvo show with the cross-dresser and that kid. There's nothing wrong with that, mate. Ten-year-old blonde boy with the long hair. Is that what? me? Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right, I, where, hang on. Yes. Terms... Terms How long? When do I need to wear it? Look, I just need you to be seen at the event wearing the dress at some stage. Oh, pop it on, pop it off. There you go, done. No, no. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's locked in, locked in. Too bad. <laughs> Too Join sad. us tomorrow. You can come down to this event, by the way. It's at should Sunshine I, and Suns tomorrow I'm afternoon. just thinking for tomorrow. Yeah. With my G-string, should it be nude or black? Uh, no, that's okay. You can wear full briefs. Yeah, right. And do I need to wax? You who? Hollywood tape. That's another thing we should um, probably discuss. No. I'm thinking maybe I'll get you a little fascinator, though. I'm thinking about getting a few areas bleached. Okay. No, none of that. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. And Bex is actually joining us via the phone right now. Hello, Bex. Can you hear? Do you copy? Hello, mate. Hi. How are you going? Well, thank you. Um, Now, we've sent you out of the studio and in the direction of the bathrooms here at the Contiki building because something hit me yesterday. I realised that I have, for my entire life, had a little bit of anxiety surrounding which public toilet cubicle to pick when I walk in. You walk in. Well, ultimately, you're confronted with a choice of three, I think, as a bloke. I don't know. Oh, oh not trust often me. found myself in the women's toilet. Oh, there was, there's a lot more. Like, this, this hit me yesterday when I was at Kwana Shopping World. There's probably, oh, 10, 15 to choose from. How many women need to pee at the same time? Well, sometimes it's in two different rows as well. Like, public toilets can get very big. But that's the thing. Like, girls have to go into a cubicle. We don't have the luxury of here at all. Yes. I have to stop you there. A lady who's new to our building just walked past me when I was having that conversation with you. <laughs> Let's just say I don't think I'm getting invited for cups of tea. No, well, I don't think you were anyway, bud. Um, <laughs> so I get stressed, right? I walk in yeah. to the public toilet and I'm like, mm-hmm. which one's the cleanest? And I do the obligatory, like, look in and if the seat's down, you automatically assume the worst is underneath there, so you move to the next yeah. one. I also seem to yeah. avoid the first cubicle. I don't know why. But my instinct is to go to the second. And then I'm well, like, maybe that's the dirtiest one. I don't know. Exactly. And maybe that's the one that everyone goes to. Do yes. You, I don't go to the first one because I think that's the most convenient. And I think an extra couple of steps to get your touch on something clean, why not do it? Yes. I don't go to the end one because I think, geez, that's where I'd want to go if I was really going to create havoc. <laughs> but I think what it comes down to is really in most places, like we've got a pretty clean set of toilets here. It's way worse as a bloke. Can I tell you, we are absolute pigs. But yeah. you are looking for three major things, Cheney. Okay. You're looking for a, a number three that has that someone has failed to clean up from the bowl itself. Uh, oh, you're geez. looking for any particular signs of urination perhaps that miss the porcelain. Yep. That's a big one for blokes. And the third one, ultimately grosser than both of those, any bodily hairs from the bottom half of the body. Oh, goodness. Okay, yeah, I'll agree with I've, all I've those. I've reached the toilets, by the way. Okay, so can you describe to me, if you look, how many cubicles are you looking at, firstly? In there's the three with the boys. There's okay. three urinals and there's three cubicles. If you get me some cheesy game show music, I can take you through each one and critique them. Okay, while sure. While we're available. You know, I'll, I'll see what okay. I can do. 
Well, I reckon these have been recently cleaned because cubicle number one on approach looks really good. There's nothing on the floor. There's a good supply of toilet paper, which helps. No broken hinges or anything. One thing I do notice, a couple of skid marks in the bowl, so uh, a few marks off for that. Um, Number two, you're my choice. Uh, Again, it presents quite neatly. A good supply of toilet paper, but it's got one thing that we haven't discussed, and that is a crooked toilet seat, which means this thing has seen some rodeos (laughs) at time. And you probably don't want to go with it. And yet, as expected, there's an assortment of skid marks to complement it. So number two, probably... We don't need skid mark commentary. Third one, bonus. The third one has railings in order to help oneself up. I believe it's for the infirm and the elderly. But let me tell you, you never don't appreciate a railing. Am I right, Chaney? Okay. And uh uh-oh, it could have gone somewhere. Cubicle number three could have been someone until I find out that someone has... Gone for a wee and not flushed it. Oh, blasphemous. Cubicle number one for the win. All right, cubicle number one. That's some serious powers of deduction you've got there uh, in choosing a cubicle. But I'd like to open it. thought of it too Uh, much, eh? Yeah, yes, very (laughs) much so. I'd like to open it up to the public. 545-11919. Call us now. Have you got a theory on how you choose your toilet cubicle? Are you always number two type person? In a three-cubicle situation, Mm. which one do you go for automatically? Kate's in Bardroom. Kate, which do you have a theory, I should say, on picking a toilet cubicle? Hit us with it. Uh, The biggest one, because I usually have all my kids with me. Ah, so you're going to go to, like, the disabled ones at the end? And typically they have railing as well, so you you can help yourself up. That's that's the beauty of the situation. Hey, Kate, can I just ask you something? When you were younger, let's just say, I assume you're 25 now. So let's just say when you were 24, before you had children, did you ever imagine a situation where you'd have to pick a cubicle based on the fact that you needed to cram them all into the four walls whilst you were doing your business? It's a sad thing to say. No, uh, life wasn't that boring back then. But back then, did you go to the toilet with your friends at nightclubs and all go in the same cubicle? Because that's a bit of fun. Always, always, always. never, and that's terrifying. Yeah, and you make yeah. the best friends in girls' toilets yeah, at nightclubs. Because I will know make what you guys do. Life. I know what you guys do in those cubicles when you're all in there together. That makes everyone so happy and friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. No, we do not. <laughs> I do. What do you think I'm saying? I do. I don't. What are you talking about? I'm talking about drugs. No. Uh, no way. Oh my god. <laughs> Kate's like, Kate's like, I'm staying out of this. My kids are you listening. sicko. Not at all. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. <laughs> we all go into a toilet cubicle and we come out happy. What was I supposed to think? What was I supposed to think? Uh, Ange is in Palmwood. A legend. Tell us which cubicle are you choosing? You're faced with three. Which one are you going to and why? Definitely the middle one and I don't know why. I've just always done it my whole life. I, I know. See, I, that's what I'm more inclined to do as well, here's, but I, I don't know why. Here's another case for perhaps choosing number one or number three. This is nothing worse. happened to me the other day. I can't remember where I was. Where you get in and you're the only person there and then someone gets in on either side of you mm. and they're doing noisy poos. Yeah, you're boxed in. Uh, uh, so if you go to, like, the third one, you've got a hard wall on one side. That's true. You've got more privacy that way. But the middle one, I'm a middle one guy too. Ange, my other question for you is when you did exams and stuff at school, if you're in doubt in a multiple choice, would you always B. go with B or C? 
I feel like there's a correlation between the two, just somewhere in the middle. There's, there's one hole in your argument, Chaney, mm. uh, for the uh, multiple choices. You know, obviously A, B, C or D, and mm. you go B or C, as you said. But if D is all of the above, I'm in. Oh, God. <laughs> in. Now we're just getting <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? Thank oh, you for that. Thanks, hey, uh, Kate from Budroom, guess what? Um, your garden Hi. just your garden just became a hell of a lot prettier. We're going to give you a hundred bucks to spend at Manawi Garden Centre. That's in Gloucester Road, Budroom, of course, just up the road from your joint, where plants are people, friends as well. Uh, well. Lovely place. You can get whatever you want. Awesome. We so need that. Thank you. Yeah, You're it's a great welcome. joint. Ellie and Beck. Ninety-one point nine. CFM. of driving home, I did the uh, grocery shops, uh, quite a shopping world. On the weekend, mm-hmm. and I live in Medina, so I was making my way back out to the roundabout. That's sort of if you go straight ahead, you get into where the the Iger is and um, Dan Murphy's and that. Oh, uh, point point cut right uh, drive yeah, is what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And as I'm driving out, I've got this thing where I can just spot heaps of crap cars. Okay. Um, just out of the corner of my eye, like across a four lane freeway, no worries. <laughs> and I see this thing, and I'm like, oh, oh, it's got, oh, that's Ellie's number plate. So I, I drive. Know my number plate is stalker. Because I've known you for a long time and we follow people. Yeah, but I don't know yours. That says more about you than me, really. Sexy boy or something, isn't it? Yeah, You've got a personalised one. That's what it is. Can get it. Fex123. Can yeah. get it. <laughs> Loose morals. <laughs> Easy pickings. Low hanging fruit. Okay. I was authorised by the that's government too many letters, to have. Okay. Oh, well, I was authorised by the oh, government okay. to have a large one. Um, but that's, um, <laughs> Had to make up for it. Number plate, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. It's inversely proportional. Anyhow, we're taking away from the fact that as I was driving out, I then came around to sort of being able to see the, the front seat of your car and you were in it. Yeah. Not only were you in it, but I want to point out you were parked as far away from the front entrance of the plaza. You were pretty much in, you know, Beefy's front yard there, pretty much. You were you were as far away, as close to Point Cut Road Drive as possible. You're there with your boyfriend and I sort of tooted about five times and then you went, oh, oh, hey. Yeah. I want to point? ask you, no one else around... Sunday afternoon. Yeah. What are you doing? You're clearly not doing any shopping because you're that far from the shops unless you want to no. give yourself extra steps. Okay. You are 500 metres from the front door of the shops. You are as far away as possible. This is going to be... we staff park. So anticlimactic. We had been for lunch at the good place, which that is actually very close to park to go to the good place with yeah. a row of right, food it, outlets. You have is. plugged it twice. Oh, yeah. delicious we can, food. We can move on. Um, and then... Afterwards, we wandered around, thought, let's get a massage, went to the two massage places in Kwana Shopping World. They were both booked out. So then went and sat back in the car, called 15 massage Why places. Why is the car at the furthest possible park? Because that was spot. the closest way to get to, to get to the good place. It's like so close to it. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> I told you, anticlimactic. <laughs> Ellie and Beck. 91.9 CFM.